Beer Fridge Podcast, hello and welcome to another weekly episode of the Beer Fridge Podcast, real beer, real breweries, real opinions, as always, wherever you're listening, hit the ding a ling to be notified of all the latest episodes and smash that follow button and or subscribe, whatever one it says, much appreciated. Um, you can also show your support by dropping us five stars or head to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Beer Fridge Podcast, I think I said Gavin Baxter, forward <laughs> slash Gavin Baxter. <laughs> <laughs> personal promotion personal promotion indeed indeed my name's Gav and I've got my drinking buddy with me in the form of Scott Screeve indeed it's two of us one's having the shits the and one's running late <clears throat> and might show up Valentine's Day Valentine's Day what a fucking farce by the way isn't it do you do Valentine's Day no no we've never done it he does, but I don't know, so I just look like a cunt. Oh, you're oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've day and you got right. me some a wee thing the day, but and I was like, well, we're definitely one of the day and so how does that work out? But <sighs> story of my life. Mm, happy Valentine's Day to our listeners. If you're listening to this, this is recorded on Valentine's evening because it's fucking a waste of time, waste of money. Fuck it. Who needs it? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, we will start off, we're going to have a look at what we're drinking to start things off, and then we're going to have a little review of the last kind of four or five weeks in the podcast, um, some news in the craft beer world, and we might do a little cone zone as well with our friend Scott. Mm. Um, Mark mm-hmm. might show up at some point, uh, we'll never, we never know, we never ever know. The but we'll start of off, podcast. Ah, exactly, behind the curtain. Um, we'll start off as we sometimes normally do, um, but we'll see what we're drinking to start things off on the podcast. Scott, what you got? So, I'm re or enjoying again a beer we've already <clears throat> discussed or a series we've already discussed it uh, ad nauseum, I think, to, oh, to the ends of the earth on uh, the podcast before. And when I saw it, um, Chilled perfectly in high spirits um, on Gorgie Road in Edinburgh. I thought I absolutely must have a can of you, and there was a couple, a good, a good fair few cans in there. So that's good. Definitely worth it if you're in the area and think about stopping in, grab one of these just to try it. Um, so this is Siren, um, and their Time Hops series. Um, it's Cascade, um, one of the OG hops. Um, <clears throat> definitely for making that kind of piney, hoppy, original kind of weedy beer flavour, if you like. It's an yeah. excellent example of a kind of old school hop. So Cascade is where kind of where it all began, as the can art says. Um, Wackaging, beautifully balanced paleo, uses whole leaf hops. So none of your old um, pellet muck. Pellets, no. Um, proper whole leaf hops. It's five point six percent. It's got that lovely kind of pininess, mm-hmm. bit of sweetness in there, um, kind of weedy character to it. Obviously, it's been in can for a wee while, so it's probably dissipating. It's probably no, it is absolute best, but it's been Aye. kept in the fridge, so the cold chain's been maintained um, at least. And um, the guys at High Spirits always tend to look after stuff. I've had 
um, stuff there before that's been in there for maybe a month or so and it's always been excellent so this is no different it's perfect superb um, got that lovely kind of amberish colour a bit of haze to it now um, and aye it's excellent no it's good stuff it's, it's... the same kind of proper hoppy flavour no, on it's... the nose like in terms of like single hop series like it's up there as as one of the best if yeah. not the the EDB better Ones of the, of it, um, well, you and you slend in the hand obviously obviously helps. Um, yeah, but Siren have obviously been taking hops off you keep for a long long time, so <clears throat> and they know what they're doing. I remember when like I thought like I first had it, and that was the summer last year. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, at London Craft Beer Festival, and it was the first kind of when the light was shone upon it uh, for me, and um, I remember just thinking like. Siren are never really a brewery I go to in terms of wanting the stuff because, like, I just associate them automatically with supermarket beers and, like, the lemon cellos and all that stuff that they do. And all that, like I said, the supermarket stuff. So I've never really dived into their own brand, so to speak, um, beers mm-hmm. where they kind of do their own thing. And um, I'm glad I did with this because the whole series itself is awesome. And every single one of these single hop beers, there's three in total. Uh, and that time hop series, and that all three of them are spectacular. Or there four actually? So there three or four. There's definitely, there's definitely, there's one that's a a double. It's there's one that's a not a single hop. It's two hops, and and there's anyway neither here neither here nor there. But have a look at it. Time hop series from Siren. Check it out if you still see the cans. If you're interested to get your feedback and see what you guys think, or if you've had any other um, single hop series beers, um, point us in the direction if they've been outstanding or ones you think we should try. Um, it'll be good to hear from you. Uh, I four. myself, four, it was four. Four. Uh, Simcoe, Centennial, Cascade, and then Citro Mosaic. I knew that. I thought that. Mm-hmm. Um, so myself, I am drinking a beer from a local-ish brewery, uh, 20 local-ish. minutes away. Local-ish. I mean, you would say local is when it's maybe a 5, 10-minute drive. Local-ish is 20, 30 minutes where you have to make a day at, at least make an effort to go there. Uh, that effort was made to go to Beak Brewery. Um like I said, not that too far away from myself, and I picked up I picked up a couple of cans there while I was um, sampling the lovely beverages a couple of weekends ago, um, and I picked up one called Sweet Spot. It's an IPA, seven percent. Um, so this is Citra Simcoe and our mate Nelson. So we're getting passion fruit, um, gooseberries, a wee bit kind of marmalade kind of oranginess coming through on the beer. Um, Biko again are one of these breweries that I, I kind of. Put them up there beside Overtone in terms of the mouthfeel and in terms of the kind of the thickness to get out of a beer and the body to get out of the beer. They're the two breweries that I think do it really, really well. And again, um, mm-hmm. Beak have, have nailed it with this uh, this beer. It's no, it's seven percent. However, um, it doesn't smack you with seven percent. It's a very sessionable seven, so it's perfect for what we we look for in a beer in terms of you can just hammer session seven. a session seven. Session seven. So I sweet sweet spot. Um check that beer out. The other one I had, I had to pick up another can of it and it's that it's par, which I had a couple of weeks ago in the podcast. 
um, when it was like strawberry bubblegum, I picked up another can mm-hmm. because it was fucking ridiculous. Un-fucking-believable. What? Uh, two good beers to start us off. Um, this is the first um, podcast episode we've done when it's uh, we've not had a guest on. We've, we've kicked off the year pretty fucking well. If I do say so myself, for some outstanding guests and outstanding booties, we've had Twisted Wheel on, Mash Gang, Emily from Tipple, Tipple Market in two towns down, and we had Alex last week um, from North Bruin. Um, any outstanding or interesting bit or bits over those last kind of five or six weeks that stood out for you personally, Scott? Obviously, the ones I was on. <laughs> for starters. Um, no, I thought the, the chat with Amelie was good um, because it, it we was were discussing kind of industry stuff and things from a slightly different angle. That was excellent. Um, Twisted Wheel was a great story and what has been a year so far, he kind of shit stories, breweries-wise. To see one kind of maintain and, and stay the course, if you like, or be rescued um, by its brewer, no less, um, yeah. is excellent. Incidentally, we were, the first, we were the first podcast to get them to get them on as a guest or to interview uh, Twisted Wheel from the reincarnation. Um, mm-hmm. So, fuck everybody else. But incidentally, I say that, but shout out to the guys at, um, uh, what podcast was it? Oh, fuck, I can't remember. I'll remember in a minute. That's the one, thank you. Was it? That's Yes, that's the one. Is that the right name? Is that his name? I feel like I need to double check that because I could never. Views fucking... and craft brews. That's the one. That's the one. More Thank views you. And craft brews. That's the one. Uh, thanks to the guys there because they did point out that we, they were actually trying to get the twisty wheel on, and then because we were that quick, they said, "Don't bother. We're not going to bother because just go over and listen to us." Fair play, guys. Hats off. Hats off, Toby. Uh, go and check out the podcast, obviously as well. Um. Like for me, like I, I agree. Like I think the Amelie one was a, was one of the standouts in terms of taking things from a different aspect. Um, I kind of going to touch on that a wee bit later on as well. I fuck, I fuck up dating now actually, um, because there's been an article written today, um, on a lovely website called Beer Today, which is kind of uh, a craft beer beer news kind of outlet, beertoday.co.uk. And a gentleman called Darren has written an article um, basically saying that camera members are urging uh, members to fight against the Scottish alcohol ad ban, which will be taken in place, I don't know when, I can't remember when. This is when I probably should have listened to Emily. Um, it, was, it was definitely discussed and it was supposed to go through, wasn't it? So and basically now being published. I don't know yeah. when it means they're going to decide on it or whatever, but it's it's just another nail in, that they're trying to put in a coffin for some reason of an industry that's trying its hard to do very well and exports very well, obviously, so it doesn't make much sense. It doesn't make any sense, and camera are urging um, pub and pub goers and drinkers to join um, the fight to see off this proposal. Um, they've got till the 9th of March they've put a wee email template and stuff um, to put together to send I don't know where the fuck you send it, it doesn't actually tell you where you send it to but I'm assuming it's just the Scottish Government um, but it's but I'll read a little bit of the article so Scottish beer scene has, been, has, has boomed in the recent years which it has to be fair actually when you think about it things have been going fucking mental and it's in a good way um, 
and going back to the quote, um, the consumers consumers being able to pick from a huge range of quality and distinctive brews and ciders from local and independent brewers. Like all that, that selection and being as a as a drinker being exposed to these new breweries and and seeing and finding out about new breweries is going to be fucking pretty much fucking impossible. Um, Definitely. And you're just going to be handcuffed. You can't, so you can make stuff, but you're not allowed to fucking advertise it. Well, it'll just be like everything else that Scotland's good at. We sell Mary outside to hear them read the inside. Aye. Because you'll be able to still advertise it on the continent and you'll be able to, they'll be able to to ship it out and no worry about um, the DRS. Yeah, that goes ahead. Ah, exactly. Because it'll only be hangweed in the places that it's does it. So it's only stuff that you're selling here. It's surely if you're exporting it. it it's just that, like I don't know why. I don't know how. Like obviously, I'm doing here in the south coast of England, but I don't know why our country. When we're so we're so small anyway, why we decide to fucking make it just harder for ourselves? Let's just so make things even more difficult. I know there, there's been issues and stuff with. Uh, substance abuse and alcohol and all that shit and knives and all that jazz but knives and stuff that's been kind of rectified and, and, and sorted to some degree people that are drinking nowadays are drinking reasonably responsibly ish to some degree but then again to some degree it doesn't matter what they do in terms of stopping people advertising just don't want to fucking drink not going to stop people drinking only way you, you, you stop people drinking is just getting rid of the drink, which isn't happening because they make money after fucking taxis. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking ludicrous. Definitely. It's just fucking daft. Why not? Why not just? Why not? Especially at a time when they're like, oh, we don't have any money to do this. We don't have any money for schools. We don't have money for to day pay rises for the NHS and all that shit. Well, just fucking stop doing bullshit that stops people making you money, and just carry on with things. Why don't you make it easier? Help people Definitely. help people make money, get the taxes off it. Fucking mm-hmm. dicks. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense, does it? It's totally counterintuitive to It's just yeah. daft. It's fucking stupid. Absolute stupid. And the thing is, like I can imagine breweries being smaller ones anyway, being worried and going, Well, if I can't advertise it, then <laughs> No one's going to know about it, so what chances have I got of making any money? So we're probably going to end up seeing more breweries going down the tube. Um, you've got the likes of Mark, obviously. He's he's in the industry now, so he's going to be worried about it to some aspect and seeing how the business development of that kind of sees itself through. Like, he's going to be... He will be... His job is will be the only form of advertising for the brewery. When I'm walking into a, a, a pub and going, we've got this, this, and this. Do you want to buy it? That he will be the he will be the advertiser. He may as well just throw it a bit with a fucking A-frame board. Mm-hmm. Definitely, fucking ridiculous, insane. It's nuts. Anyway, nuts. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, but in lighter news, um, obviously you've got um the Paisley Craft Beer Festival. Um, that's happening, as we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, with the guys at Two Towns Down on the 11th of March. Um, go and check that out. The tickets are still available. Breweries that have been announced so far, STF, Upfront, Ducat, Spectra, 
dead end and dogs falls. Um, mm-hmm. It might end up being a, a busier festival now that the Glasgow Craft Beer Festival is not happening, um, which is bullshit as well. No, and that's good for them. But, uh, it's great for them. Good, Absolutely good for outstanding Paisley. for them. Great for Paisley. Incidentally, oh, who was I talking to? Who was I talking to? Cannot remember. But um, oh, was that the weekend? I can't remember who I was talking to. And um, basically, they were saying that they believe... Oh, that's what it was. It was Witsy's face from Battle of the Breweries. It's Ian. I can't remember his name. Forgive me. Um, and he was basically saying, look, the, 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 kinda, the main ones, London and Central, were, were well, well visited and they made a bit of money. The other ones, on the other hand... The Bristol, the, the Glasgow, and I think it's Manchester. Manchester? Yeah, I think it's Manchester. Well, didn't do as well as they wanted, and um, hence why they're kicking Glasgow down the road. He was saying he, he thinks that they'll kick the other ones down the road as well, potentially. Um, so that will be a late doors fucking flip-flop, potentially, from We Are Beer. So um, if you're intending to, Attend those those yeah, festivals. Th- no, the sessions were pretty well served as well. Nah, that. Seemed busy enough to be fair. I know the the one that... WG, I mean, as much as it seemed pretty like it was close enough to train stations and stuff like that, it wasn't in the middle of the town, was it? No, it wasn't in the middle of the town. <laughs> it was which is a bit of pain in the arse for others. Like if you're travelling for further afield than us, we kind of like West Lothian in, it might be a bit of a ball ache, but. But the, at the same time, though, it was a good like it was a good walk to it in terms of like so you, we got to uh, stop in at Grunt and Growler. There was the yeah. uh, the Brew Dog as well, which me and Mark st- uh, stepped in on the first yeah, day. You know what folk are like? They're just going like, to walk the length of themselves. Whereas, like, at least somewhere like the, even the corn exchanges near Town Centre are away at the road. That's that's harder to get to in, in an SW3. Mm-hmm. Assembly Rocks is quite a good wee venue to get to because it's pretty central um, where they've had obviously the other beer festivals in the past. Aye. It was quite a good place to have it. But obviously they needed somewhere bigger than that. But <clears throat> having it central means you maybe catch people buying, I don't know if they were buying tickets on the door or whatever, but I suppose the tickets are the tickets are our thing we didn't sell it. So what, what sessions? I wonder what sessions didn't they sell it? Or is it because the price of the venues increased, so the margin isn't as much? Well, it's probably uh, anymore. Plus, probably is a bit of that. Understand how you didn't make money. I mean, you fork out for the venue. There, every brewery's having to bring their own shit. Every yep. brewery's having to pay. To, a lot of the breweries are having to pay to be there. Pay to be there. The, the, the um, there is the bar one and stuff like that. So, how? I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Incidentally, it'll be interesting. Um, we have, um, we do schedule, have scheduled in, I think I mentioned it last week or the week before. Aye. We've got mention, uh, we've we got are beer guys. the We Are Beer Guys coming on, and I think the gentleman's name is Tom. Um, I could be wrong. Um, so we'll, we'll pin them down and get some answers because we've got questions ourselves as festival goers and consumers and enjoyers of these festivals um, to say, oh, 
prefer by Elliot one, but they're obviously there has to be a commercial reason for it, otherwise you wouldn't have done it, would you? So no, exactly. Exactly. And it's ugh, I don't know. I don't know. Um but aye, so but like said, like we mentioned at the start of that wee bit, I mean it's a good thing for Paisley and uh, two towns down. So Paisley Craft Beer Festival, eleventh of March. Um, if I haven't already, I don't think I actually have. I will make sure and put a link on our bio on Instagram, so you can go and grab yourself some tickets. Um, there is a link, however, for the Springwell sessions. Um, we spoke to Alex last week, and like I said, you can get a ten percent discount with Springwell ten. Um, use the link in the bio, or you don't have to use the link in the bio. You can just go to the website. Um, but there's an easier way to find the tickets. And you can go through there, get yourself a ticket for the Springwell sessions. As we mentioned with Alex, that festival looks cool as fuck. Um, I've I've been meaning a few times. I've been near. I've been like a couple of times when I've been with work north in my area of where I I do like London in the south and do a, uh, some stuff, some work out above London in terms of like Milton Keynes and stuff and. My head office is near Birmingham. The amount of times I've been up to my head office, I'm like, oh, I could just nip over for an extra, an extra hour drive, just go go to North Bruco just for the hell of it, and go to the tap room because the Springwell tap room looks fucking cool, lads. And I'd love to have a fucking yeah. go and do a beer festival there. Like, I, I'm well gel, and I wish I did it that year when you went to friends and family, and you're like, oh, God, I've just come up, and I was like, oh, God, mm-hmm. and I. I, I toiled and I was like, I know, I know, and I'd end up no going and I fucking kicked myself. Every time we talk about festivals, I should have just fucking went. Nah, should have just you, done it. But you're always like that about the ones you didn't go to. True. The same, like the, the ones in London. I mean, I'm always annoyed that I don't like, can't even make the effort to come down or that it doesn't work out or whatever. And I'm the same. So, so you're always going to feel like that about the ones you didn't get to. Mm. Incidentally, that, incidentally, if, if there's, there's potentially a couple of spare tickets, um, wink, wink, nod, nod, via us for the uh, Brew London event. Um, mm. I'm gone. I think there's potentially two spare. When is it May? You said, isn't it? Fifth of May. Excellent timing for the old man's birthday. Cheers now. Going there, <laughs> free birthday present to myself. Cheers now. Um, but I overall, the last couple of weeks have been really interesting. Um, in terms of the podcast and the guests, of course, Marshley joined us, talked about some of the the lovely low and no stuff that he's he's been producing. The guy's a wizard with no and no stuff, banging out some lovely beers. I know you guy or Mark managed to have a couple while enjoying the Super Bowl. Um, you sampled a couple the of them West yourself. Is unbelievable. The West is excellent. Really? Mm-hmm. Aye, I thought it was very good. Um, it's got that kind of resinous, piney flavour. It's got a bit of body to it. It's perfect. Really good. It's, it's, again, it's that thing where you just go, it's just fucking beer. Mm-hmm. Just beer, which is excellent. And, and, and incidentally, uh, one of Jade's pals, men, was uh, guys, after the husband was going through a, a health issue and needed to get after the beer. But then they want to get after beer, and then it was oh, he, my husband does craft beer, blah blah blah, does craft beer. <laughs> oh, what can you recommend, guys? Like, just just go to Mashley, just go to Mash Gang. You're safe. You'll be yeah, fine there. Okay, 
pick anything. You'll be whatever's available. Exactly. You'll be you'll be very, very happy uh, with Mash Gang stuff. Um again, more sad news in the world of craft beer, which is fucking bullshit. Um a brewery who we had on the podcast in April twenty twenty one um has shut down in form of unity. Um they're closing 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 the doors. Um the owner um has said he's he's got another project happening, so keep your eyes on on that. So that'll be interesting and find out where that is. But again, it's just shit to see another yeah, good brewery. They've got a bottle shop. They've got, they've got a bottle shop, didn't they? You have a unity, oh, right. there's a unity bottle shop that they might be, that might be kind of redoing itself to some, I read a bit of the article. So it looks like it might be, maybe a wee bit of brewing in the bottle shop then potentially. Possibly. Um, <clears throat> obviously under a different... Uh, Umbrella. Name. It's just so shit, I'm looking man. forward to seeing what they do, but aye, it's bollocks, but... I mean, they got six, six and a half years. You would think they were pretty long-standing enough, but obviously that just means six and a half years worth of potential debt to build up and issues when prices increase and things like that and responsibilities to people, which can catch you up pretty quick. I think it's one of those things, like, you expect it from the smaller breweries and ones that have only been around for two or three years and stuff, but then, like you said, they're, like, gone for six years, you'd think they'd have a good... a good base, a good core in terms of business and stuff and business development, etc. But there's obviously it's cost rising and stuff and it's just fucking a hard market. It's a, Especially a, when it's been hard for a long time. Like we forget right. for us or what it seems like in the news is like three different stories. But it's not, it's just been one long it's one fucking story. <laughs> very long, very shit story which pardon the pun, has, has been brewing underneath the surface for a while and it just came to fruition now in, in terms of the situation in the markets and the environment we're living in that it's, they're just going under and it might it's, we've always said it is a very saturated market in the UK and we're very 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 lucky to have so many amazing breweries here uh, that, make, that produce some outstanding beers and if you go back 10 years or if you even go back, if I go back to my craft beer journey, I, I don't even think there was, there probably was to be fair, probably doing a bit of disservice but I didn't know of that many amazing breweries that were just fucking smashing out of the park and it's just like it's blossomed over the last kind of five, six years and sometimes you need to just prune back the weeds and stuff, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it, gets, it gets tough. Sometimes it kind of st- it means that those that are staying get Hopefully the market share they deserve no. that are kicking about and those performing well get to enjoy a wee bit extra, hopefully, once things calm down a wee bit as well. So it's well, a, you see, like we said, we spoke to Alex last week and they're, they're opening new tap It's business, rooms. isn't it? It's, no. aye. Exactly, that is just business. A lot of it is, it is just that and you've got to be, got to find ways to, to kind of survive and work or call yeah. it and say look this isn't for us anymore so right. and you'd rather do that and hopefully they'll be able to come back with something else or something a wee bit different or something a bit suited, more suited to the market conditions or sustainability than the previous model so hopefully it breeds kind of ingenuity and stuff as well and people having to do things smartly to well, well incidentally 
focusing on local stuff and people having to buy local to, to because they can't afford to go and buy beers. I mean, that there was Candy Putty and High Spirits at £8.25 a can. There still cans, fuck. Which was just like, aye, like, who's who's going to say, aye, okay, I'll get a can for eight quid that's for hundreds of miles away? Plenty of people. Uh, plenty of folk, it. aye. I mean, I know, I mean, if I seen a can of putty, then I'll, I'll end up picking up. Um, incidentally, you say about folk trying to be try to end, like be clever with how they do things and how they do their business. Um, you, you reminded me of something there, um, and it's from uh, Top Rope. So Top Rope, if I just do a swift bit of uh, Instagram to go back to the page that I need, there it is. So Top Rope are deciding. And they're now going to be doing um, some smaller batch brews in 330ml plastic bottles. So screw-top bottles. So no glass. They're going into screw-top bottles, um, some little plastic ones. So that's how... And I seen it and I was like... It just... It it looks weird. However, it's it, there's, there's going to be nothing wrong with the beer. It's not going to make the beer any different when you think about it. Like glass, plastic, whatever can it? It's no, it shouldn't in my head because they're going to be sealed, obviously, screw top bottles. So there's mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like, they're not the beer actually isn't going to be any different. It just means you're left with the plastic, obviously. Um, so they're they're looking at that because they were um, and I, I read their blog post so. The way they operate at the moment, they don't have a canning machine, so they need to um, get. They end up they hire in a, a canning company to come and can their beers, but they need to have a minimum of amount of beers. So they end up like storing like three or four beers up, which means uh, an FB gets taken up with a beer, so it can't get reused. So that beer's sitting there waiting to get canned. They would want to make another one, but they can't, so they wait for the canning machine. But they need to also wait to make sure they've got enough beer um, to then can them. So they've went for this approach, which means they can make a beer, bottle it, and then they've got everything, the FE, etc., the facilities ready that they can make another beer. So like you said, Scott, it's a way of, of a wee curveball, something a wee bit different, um, which allows them to make more smaller batch beers, but it also allows them to actually make more beer, would be more cost effective so not doing it in cans anymore to lose that mm-hmm. that spend so it's quite it's clever um see if it works interesting as they well do look quite smart no they mm-hmm. do look quite smart i mean looking at the instagram post they look quite smart they remind me of the wee the wee cans of like panda cola mm. <laughs> exactly that of, sorry panda cola the wee plastic bottles you used to get yeah. they kind of look like obviously slightly different in brown um look a bit like a Somebody shrunk a three litre uh, strongbow bottle. <laughs> I mean, like the wee ciders. Nah, I know what you mean. It looks a bit <laughs> like that. Um, Be interesting to see if it works, see how it goes. Quite cool. They've got all the proper labelling and everything on them. Uh, they look smart. They do look smart. And like I said, proper labelling. The, the, the labels have been done specifically for these bottles. Um, so it'd be interesting. Is that I, I can imagine there'll be a lot of breweries kind of keeping their, their ears to the ground and to see how that goes because I, I suspect there might be a few that do the exact same thing especially ones that co- contract can and get somebody in to do the canning for them because I can imagine that being a really large expense because you'll be paying 
like obviously paying for to hire the kit, hire the person that that operates the kit. You'd be paying for their their fuel, etc., labor as well. So I can I can't imagine it being a very cheap fucking thing to do. So it'll be interesting, no. interesting to see how that goes. Um, we will talk about Bruiser uh, shortly. Uh, you want to do a cone zone, mate? I can do one. We'll Let's do a cone zone. Like we said, um, a couple, we've said it a few times. Um, got a message from some of you guys that listen and enjoy finding out more about hops and specific, like diving into the world of hops and what you should be looking for when a hop is mentioned on the side of a can. Because we, we mention these hops so many times every week. Um, we've got used to them. I, I say we've got used to them. They're still fucking things. I don't fucking know, to be fair. Um, but just the, characteristics, the, the characteristics of a specific hop and when you're drinking a can of beer, so you can pinpoint them and grow your palate, etc. And the section is called, we call it the cone zone. Um, this week we're going to be looking at, don't know why we didn't actually start with this. This wasn't one of the first ones, to be fair. Surprises me. And it's our mate Nelson Savine. So who was who asked for this? Is this me. a specific request or do you just decide no, that's what you fancy? I just, okay, I, okay. I was thinking today and I thought, we've not fucking done Nelson, that was daft. We've got our, my mate Nelson t-shirts. <laughs> so I've scoured the recesses in my brain for all my uh, Nelson Savin options. So it's so a New Zealand top, obviously. Bingo. Um, apparently it's so young, although not now. This article is obviously, the article in my brain is dated quite a bit. Um, was It's only 23 years old, so it's been around since the year 2000. Um, very polarising. Um, seems beer drinkers either love it or hate it. Mm-hmm. Thrown in a kettle, it can produce a wide range of stunning flavour and aroma. Hop lovers can be dazzled, but the unsuspecting drinker may find its juicy bouquet overwhelming. Mm. Um, flavour profile runs from fruity tropical notes of lychee and mango to fresh crust gooseberries and spicy black pepper. Many also recognise a similarity to white wine. In New Zealand, Savannah is shorthand for Sauvignon Blanc. Um, a wine-making grape, wide range of flavours can be tough to manage for brewers, but also allows for different accents according to style, depending on what the brewers want to express. Nelson can make a powerfully aromatic ale <clears throat> by allowing tropical aromas to shine, or a subtly bitter lager by expressing the spicy, earthy notes. Um, or they can go for a balance. Yeah. Alpine Beer Company, for example, which makes a single-hopped Nelson uh, one of its most highly sought-after IPAs in the world. Um, recent conversation Alpine Ore and head brewer Pat McElhaney commented on Nelson Savan's low levels of it's Pat McElhaney <laughs> cohumulone, uh, which determined bitterness and aromatic oils, which provide the majority of hot flavour. Nelson's aromatic oils are intense, so in Nelson, they <clears throat> enhance the earth and spice character and mouthfeel uh, with European rye, which allows the entire range of the hop to shine without overpowering. So it goes well with rye as well. Yeah. Um, which obviously does so well because of New Zealand's unique uh, geography. It's a volcanic island, obviously. Temperate climate mm-hmm. um, allows hops to grow big and tall. Um, <clears throat> Nelson's as powerful as it is versatile. Tastes will vary, but one for the hop lovers. The one hop to rule them all, apparently. I think it, it's it does make sense about being Kiwi. 
that last bit there. Um, it's, it's a hot for hot lover, definitely. Um, Aye. It's kind of most of the things that we try always have that kind of whiny, yeah, kind of flavour to them, which is what I like in it. It gives yeah. it something different. There's loads of hops out there that are we've spoken about Sabro and things like that. There's loads of hops out there that will throw a mango and lychee and this, that, and the other at <laughs> you. But it's the that they have that. Nelson has that and also has that kind of dry and can zip away something that's pretty free. So it goes yeah. well with that stuff, but then can draw you back a bit um, and adds to the kind of Moorishness, uh, especially the kind of fruit forward, top forward, pale ales and IPAs and stuff like that that we, we like so much. Uh, it's a beer, it's a hop, excuse me, that I find in a lot of different styles as well and like they've just had that 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 IPA from from Beak and it's 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 absolutely lovely and like you said I'm I'm getting that passion fruit flavour from the Nelson. Um, it does it did have a wee bit of a dryness to it in terms of that white wine aspect, but it's a it's a a hop as well that you can enjoy in a single hop beer as well, which not every hop can do. I, I don't think personally. Um, there's there's certain hops that I've had single hop cans and I'm like it's just something missing like it, mm. it it can't be by itself it needs it needs another hop to complement it whereas Nelson whether you're using it in the whirlpool or, or dry hopping and stuff like listen to me talk about that shit mm. <laughs> it is a very it is very versatile and it, it does throw up different aspects which is what you want in a hop and it, like I said it, it can do different things um depending on what you want it to do. Um I think it's brilliant. Anytime I see Nelson on a can, I'm going to pick it up because I know it's going to be a beer that nine times out of ten, I'm going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I'm going to enjoy it. Thanks for that, Scott. Enjoyed that. We cones on um from our friend Scott on Nelson. If you are, like we said, enjoying this segment and enjoying the cone zone, um drop us a wee message. Tell us any other hops you would like us to mention the cones or ones yourself. You're like, I don't actually know what this fucking does. I would like to know more. <laughs> Send us a message. Oh, we genuinely uh, enjoy you guys reaching out and sending us a wee message. Best place to do so is on in Instagram. In Instagram? On Instagram. Uh, just search for his podcast. I know. In Instagram. Um, just send us a wee message and we'll get back to you. Much appreciated. <sighs> right, Bruiser. Mm-hmm. One, I'll start with my gripe. I've got, I have oh, an issue this month. It's not an issue; it's just a personal issue. I'm just a wee, just want to be a bit a grumpy bastard for two minutes. Oh, and it's it's a it is a third world problem or first world problems in a moment. To be fair, <laughs> I picked a mid- in sorry, our region because of the. I know the box isn't going to be quite as they expected this month. I know, I know, I know. So I picked a mystery box. Oh, in fact, a lie. I wanted to change, but I couldn't change. We were locked in early, but neither here nor there. Um, and I was in, in a mystery box. I was like, oh, that's actually maybe, it maybe quite good for the first time, have a mystery box. I'm surrounded by half some nice breweries. I've got Gun on my doorstep. I've got Mirakai. I've got Beak. I've got Abyss. All breweries that are within half hour drive of where I live. Mm-hmm. So you'll be like, Shut the fuck up, Gavin. You've got fucking amazing breweries. Just fucking <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Stop being a dick. It is hard to feel sorry for you. It is really hard to feel sorry for me. I'm not going to lie. This is this is a proper first world problem issue. 
And um, so I have ended up with a mystery box, and it turns I got a wee notification the other day. Yep, your mystery boxes went through. Um, you'll expect your your bruiser box from Mirakai in the next couple of days. Like, oh, for fuck's sake! Again, nothing against Mirakai. This has got nothing. It's not against Bruiser, and it's not against Mirakai because I, I love them both. But I was like, fuck off! I have Mirakai like every week. I was like, you're not going to show me anything new that I don't fucking already have. And shout out to Ollie and Emma, because incidentally, they were brew- brewing um, a Brave Noise beer with the girls from uh, a Women's Brew podcast. So shout out to you guys for making a Brave Noise beer. Looking forward to trying it in the bottle shops that are near me. Not in my fucking brew box. First world problems. They are presented by Gavin Baxter. So I... In fairness, I'm looking forward to it. I'm we were looking forward to it, but I could probably get I probably could have just picked That's it up true. myself. Oh, like I could I don't know even who I got. Like I got a notification today from DHL going, Oh, we're collecting your fucking parcel today. I was like, What just give me a phone? I was just going to date myself. Save you a job. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, again. That is annoying. I'm equally annoyed. Did you Full circle did... <laughs> again? Right. Oh, so there. So is that again in terms of it's a mystery again? Aye. Right. So there's a gripe then. There is an issue. So um on the bruiser um fan group page, what the fuck you might call it, um somebody who wants to get into bruiser was like, oh sorry, with the mystery boxes, how does it work? Mm-hmm. Like if I had a, he's only the person's not wrong. <laughs> Join Boozer a couple of months in. He's like, I'm not too sure why I pick. Um, how is it? Is it just the leftovers? And the guys from Boozer commented, going, No, wait, wait, it works. It's like an algorithm thing. So if you've already had that brewery, you won't have it again in the mystery box. It will pick a brewery that you've never had before, which in my case, I've never had Mirakai. So it, it works for me. You've had Full Circle before. I think I've had Full Circle before. I'm positive it was the that I had. I'll be able to check. A wee kind of looper. Which, to be fair, isn't a bad thing. Getting a can of looper. Brilliant beer. Super beer. <clears throat> it's one of the... It's like... It's up there with... In terms of Samoa. Is it Samoa? Samona? Samona? The, the track one? Aye, uh, Sonoma. Sonoma. Which, incidentally, it was Samona's uh, birthday a couple of, the last week. Seven years of making that beer. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> so I have you a bit like eh, kind of what is I picked it to get something different that I would never have picked. Which to be fair <laughs> to be fair, I would have never have picked me the guy because I could just go and pick them up myself because I'm like fifteen minutes away from my house. <sighs> but I hey ho. Hey ho. But looking forward to the next couple of months with uh, Bruiser, um, obviously. Um, I'm not too sure who I'm going to go with. We'll try and get the guys back on that, incidentally. Have a chat with them, get a catch-up, see what new breweries will be joining over the next few months, because no doubt there will be new ones. And the thing I see, incidentally, when you think about it, with all the issues with the breweries and that, and breweries shutting, like they're going to have, I know they've had two breweries that have shut that were part of Bruiser, 
it's going to be affect, it's affecting those guys just as much as it's affecting the brute. What did I get? Are you still trying to find that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe it wasn't he? Maybe it was turning point. Oh, so you've that so you can try to hold in. Circle. There you go. So you can just enjoy it. Full circle. I think I, I do think Mark got it or had it. He definitely. Aye, because he was he was talking about Looper, which is not a bad beer at all. Mm. One to get your hands on. So maybe no, maybe no one I've had. Maybe I just bought a full circle beer for somewhere. Mm-hmm. Bottle shop purchased or something. But yeah, I thought it was a doubler, but it's full circle, so. Oh, well, if it isn't a doubler, then I think that one noise you should be able to you should be able to configure the mystery boxes to say I don't want this, 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 and this. And then you should the algorithm give you everything else. Eh? Aye. Is there it's... any ones you specific like, you should be able to say there's five breweries that I don't want? Maximum of five. Aye. Ones off the Because I've had them or no, I've had them but they're close to me, for example, or or that you can like a or the day too many supermarket know. beers, so you'd be like, I don't want like salt. I, I don't want can, like that. My bottle shop stocks them really well, so I'll always get the full selection there, whereas I want other stuff. And I know that makes it hard for the like, it means the algorithms are a bit tougher if you're inputting certain things, but just there, yeah. just fucking there, just there. Uh, if I look forward, um, in the podcast world, um. We've got Fell Brewing on next week's podcast, which will be interesting. I'm looking forward to that. Where are they from? Um, they are from, you son of a bitch. Um, they are from, they are from, they are from... The floor. South Cumbria. South Cumbria. South Cumbria. Uh, so they'll be joining us on the podcast. Actually, generally looking forward um, to having a wee try of their beers. They're just... Um, released a new beer called Tinderbox IP, a West Coast IP at 6.3%. So that's a brand new beer that released a couple of days ago. Um, so looking forward to trying that. That should be good. Um, like I said, we've got We Are Beer. Uh, we've got Tom joining us from We Are Beer on the 7th of March. So I'll just double check that. So that's in the diary. So a couple of weeks' time, we'll be um, talking to We Are Beer. If you've got any questions for them, I suspect there might be a few people that do. Mm-hmm. Um, like I mentioned, I will put uh, just message, just sort of leave us a comment. Is the easiest thing. Saves me a job. Mm-hmm. Saves me putting something up, which can be hard nowadays. <laughs> Specific questions. <laughs> Specific other issues. Possible uh, problems again there. <laughs> <laughs> So any questions for our future guests, please get in touch. Uh, I'd love to hear from you and we'll we'll put them to our guests. And again, like we said, if you've got any hops you want to know more about, give us a wee message. Mm-hmm. Want to hear from you. Um, anything else you want to chat about to you? All good? All good, I think. All good. Splendid. Cheers to more beer. Cheers to fucking more beer. Indeed. Indeed. Oh, what else? We, I've got something. I've got a couple of deliveries coming this week, actually. Can't remember. Anyway, um, you'll hear all about it on the next episode of the Beer Fridge podcast. Make sure you like, follow, and share all our content. And 
Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can listen wherever you may be in the world. Just search Beer Fridge Podcast on all platforms. Like, follow, share, hit the ding a ling link to be notified. Smash the follow button. Um, hitting the follow button or doing a wee rating, five star rating, helps us so, so much. You would not believe it. You can also show your official support by heading to Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash beer, Fridge Podcast, gain access to exclusive content. Shout out to James, who's been hammering it. Uh, and, Dave, and Dave as well. Um, you two guys have been hammering it in terms of the Patreon. So we appreciate um, your feedback and interaction with yourselves as well. Until next time on the podcast, goodbye. Okay,